Today's episode is brought to you by PurinaPartners.com. Whether your fur baby is a dog or a cat, their health and happiness is probably your top concern. And finding someone you can trust to always be there when you need help caring for them can be difficult. For us at Purina, keeping your pet happy and healthy is the passion that has kept us going strong for over a hundred years. And we will always be there to help you make pet care easier so you can cuddle more and worry way less. That's why at PurinaPartners.com, you will find Purina-approved companies who offer top-notch services and amazing value. With Purina and its partners on your side, you can feel confident in the choices you are making for your pet. Visit PurinaPartners.com today and let Purina help you be the best pet parent you can be. An American Werewolf in London, based on the film script by John Landis, starring Jenny Agutter, Brian Glover, John Woodvine, and Eric Myers as David. It's only 15 minutes after clocking off. Third time this month. Well, I think I'm carrying on with a barmaid out in slaughtered lamb. <laughs> Bloody likely. Anyway, you can always give the overtime to the missus. I'll just finish up on T-Wing then. Lovely tat. Bloody Jenkins. Come on, tat, Stan. North Riding Sanatorium. Tulbert? <laughs> oh, Nickers. Tulbert! You're not in your cot, old fella. Nice, no, that was 20 minutes ago. <coughs> yes, sir. Your wife rang, I told her. <coughs> oh, what now? Everything all right? No, it's a new one on the first floor. Tolbert? Yeah, it sounds like he's puking his guts up. Hey, hang on, I'll get Dawson up to help you. No, he's only an old geezer. I'll make certain he's got his head down the pan. Come on, old fella, what's the matter? Are you feeling a bit rusty? <coughs> oh, come on, get onto your feet, lad. Now you stand up and let's have a look at you. I'm, I'm, I'm all right, really, I'm upset. Tell me. Well, well, into bed when you're finished, eh? Aye. Charlie? Right, it's all right, Stan. You're just going to use the canteen food, aren't you? <laughs> well, I'll lock up for you now. Mr Jenkins will take you presently. So, sleep well. Robert?
can't see anything. The chopper's been called in from Harrogate. You'd better hurry up. Bloody maniac who's in the moors this time of year with all the tourists and backpackers. Did you see the mess he made of that guard? I worked the river case 15 years ago and I thought that was bad. Oh. Come on! So, you were in the surveillance room throughout the attack. For Pete's sake, shut up in there! Place is like a madhouse. <laughs> Did I make a joke, officer? That's it. Shut it! Go on. I heard the whole thing over the radio. It's still switched on. I ran down fast as I could, found Charlie like this. Talbot must have smashed his way out through the corridor window. Chopping glass? 20-foot drop? Well, I didn't let him out, if that's what you mean. Pathologist here, Detective Inspector. Yeah, all right. You better go and write this up with the sergeant. Oh, I feel sick. Yeah, you can do that, too. Come on, then, pal, this way. God, there's enough blood. Where's the body? Over there. Good grief. And over here. I see. Another bit over here, sir? Yes, thank you, officer. Anything been touched, Detective Inspector? Not if we could help it. Fascinating. What kind of weapon could mince a human being up like this? Well, judging by this portion of the upper torso, I'd say teeth. Right. If you'll just sign the statement here, please. Is that it? That's it for now. Uh, you're the only witness. Probably have to answer a few more questions yet. But I didn't see anything. All right, well, just wait here while I check. Can I ring the wife? Tell her I'll be late, like. Ring who you like, lad. You're not under arrest. Hello? Hello? Is that the slaughtered lamb? Put George on, will you? No! Quickly! George? It's Stan. At the sanatorium. No! No! He's out! Yes! Out! To you dumb sheep. No, 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 she's trying to tell you something. She said, bah, bah. No, 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 bah. Oh, bah, I get it, I get it. Bah. Hey, 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 yeah. Ba, 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 This is what they call sheep worrying. What's that? Hey, no, 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 only no, no, the no. sheep are music lovers. Don't <laughs> <Dirty> you, American? <laughs> Woo! Man, I smell like a sheep. Oh, well, you're very lucky. I hear they have a keen sense of smell. Ah, very good. <laughs> hey, helicopter. You don't expect helicopters at night. On the Yorkshire Moors, anyway. Bronte's yeah. sister or two, maybe. Oh. A helicopter? No. I wish. <laughs> hey, hey, what's the name of this place we're staying at? Uh, it's, uh, East Proctor. All right, you remember to call and get two singles full breakfast? <laughs> My phone card ran out on Tuesday. What? You didn't make reservations? Oh, come on, it's the end of the season. There'll oh. be plenty of rooms. What is this, the Holiday Inn, East Proctor? Uh, the Slaughtered Lamb. Oh, yeah, how lovely. <laughs> Freezing our bus off for two hours in the back of a truck filled with sheep. Now nowhere to sleep. <laughs> come on, it'll be fine. Yorkshire people are really friendly. There'll be beds available. Helicopter? <laughs> you don't say. Harrogate Central, surveillance to over. Come in to over. Uh, no thermal image from sanatorium fugitive. One vehicle on East Proctor Road. We had a look. Single driver, two backpackers, and a few sheep in the back. Otherwise, no sign. Uh, do you want to give it another sweep? 
Uh, negative. We need to refuel. All right, two. Uh, come back in. We'll resume the search of first light. Over. Suits me, Sharon. Glad I'm not out in the moors tonight. Freezing fog on some maniac loose. No thanks. Place. Well, I like it here. It's exactly what I'd hoped for. Oh, I'm sorry. Northern England first, Italy later. Right. I mean, we got three months. Right. Do you think she'll meet me in Rome? I think Debbie Klein is a mediocre person with a good body. Debbie is not mediocre, and she has one of the great bodies of all time. <laughs> She's a jerk. You're talking about the woman I love. I'm talking about a girl you want to use and degrade. So give me a break. Well, anyway, do you think she'll meet me? I don't know. Rendezvous in Rome, starring Jack Goodman and Debbie Klein. <laughs> the love affair that shocked Europe. See, toward lovemaking at its most explicit. See, Jack and Debbie expose their lust in the sacred halls of the Vatican. Never has the screen dared! <laughs> if you don't stop, I'm gonna kill you. I have to make love to her. It's very simple. She has no choice, really. It just fascinates me that you can spend so much energy on someone so dull. <laughs> it is impossible for a body like that to be dull. Uh, we've known Debbie, what, since the eighth grade? How many years of foreplay is that? Oh, she says she likes me too much. Ha! Wait a second. Is that a light? Uh-huh. This is it. He's Proctor. How can you tell? What, is it the neon lights? Uh, the Rolls Royces cruising Main Street? Or perhaps the completely deserted, dark, dingy hovels around that miserable-looking pub. That's our place for the night. That's the slaughtered lamb? Of course, the slaughtered lamb. Oh, Why else would they have a severed fox head on a spear as their symbol? It's a wolf's head. Of course, the slaughtered lamb. Why else would they have a severed wolf's head on a spear as their symbol? That's not a spear, it's a pike. Of course, a severed wolf's head on a pike is their symbol. David, before we go in there, yeah. I want you to know that... No matter what happens to us, it's your fault. I assume full responsibility. Yeah. I'll hold you to that. Well, what could go wrong, for Pete's sake? Ah, yeah. oh, yuck. It's in the guidebook. The slaughtered lamb says a typical Yorkshire village pub full of quaint charm and a cheery welcome. <laughs> Hello? Here we go, Victor. Uh, nice to see you. It's very cold outside. Yeah. Can we come in? You are in. You're looking for something? Oh, yeah. Do you have any hot soup? No. Well, do you have any coffee? 
No. Hot chocolate? We've spirits and beer. If it's something hot you want, you can have tea. Oh, then you have some hot tea. No. Oh. But I can make a pot for you if you want. Oh, yes, yes please. please. Uh, we'll sit over here then, by the door. Yeah. Just here. God, nice looking bunch, huh? Listen, at least it's warm in here. Yeah. Hey, look at that weird mark over there on the wall. Between those candles? Yeah, what, what about it? That's a five-pointed star. Well, maybe the owner's from Texas or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Here's your tea. Remember the Alamo, huh? I beg your pardon. He was only joking. Thank you. Joking? I remember the Alamo. I saw it once in London in Leicester Square. What, what's she talking about? She means in the cinema, that film with John Wayne. Oh, yeah, of course. Checkmate. Well, right, right, with, with Loris Harvey and everybody dying in it? Yeah, it was very bloody. Bloody awful, if you ask me. Reminds me of a joke I had. Yeah, you don't yeah, own a joke. Joke? Ask him what the candles are for. You ask him. Well, listen, that's a pentangle, a five-pointed star. It's used in witchcraft. Lon Chaney Jr. and Universal Studios maintain as a mark of the wolf man. <laughs> yeah, I see. You want me to ask these people if they're burning candles to ward off monsters. Right. Wrong. Nothing at all. We did a normal search pattern, sir. Must have covered over 100 square miles. And yet the sanatorium guards swore there was a trail of broken vegetation heading off towards East Proctor. Well, uh, there's a special constable in the village there, sir. George Hackett, one of the locals. Yes. Yes, I'll give him a ring. Better safe than sorry, with a killer on the loose. Anyway, anyway, there was this aeroplane over the Atlantic on its way to New York. It was full of men from the United Nations. Oh, that's very funny, George, that is. Uh, Go on, ask them. You ask them. Here now, let me finish. So halfway over the ocean, the engines run low on petrol, so they have to lighten the load. So they heave out all the baggage, but it's still too heavy. So they chuck out the seats, but... It's still too heavy. Finally, this froggy steps up, shouts, Vive la France, and leaps out. An Englishman steps up and shouts, God save the Queen, and leaps out. But the plane is still too heavy. So the young delicate from Texas steps up, shouts, Remember the Alamo? And chugs out the Mexican! (laughs) (laughs) Remember the Alamo! Excuse me, excuse me, what's the star drawn on the wall for? With the candles? You've made me spill me pint. I'm sorry. I don't like to see good beer wasted. Jack, we better go, come on. What do you mean? I'm starving. There's no food here. Okay, okay, well, what about a room for the night? The place is full. Try the next village. Uh, Come on, Jack. Let's get out of here. You can't let them go. Uh, how much do we owe you? Nothing, lads. Go. God be with you. Uh, thanks. Wait. Go. We just can't and stay on the road. Keep clear of the moors. Yeah, uh, thanks again. Beware the moon, lads. Yeah, right. This isn't right. Oh. Slaughtered lamb. Special constable. Oh, George. That'll be for you, George. <laughs> Give it to you, Mary. This is George Ackie. Oh, Detective Inspector Smith. That was a weird, weird pub. 
I guess leaving was the best idea. Oh, I don't know. Now that we're out here in this lovely freezing weather, I'm not so sure I wouldn't rather face a bloodthirsty mob. They weren't exactly a bloodthirsty mob. I mean, it was like they had a joke we weren't in on or something. But not funny, anyway. You know, we were the joke. I mean, there's no need for people to act like that, is there? What do you think was wrong, anyway? I, I have no idea. Hey, you know, maybe that pentangle scratched on the wall was for something, you know, supernatural. Oh, Yorkshire isn't the kind of place... Shh! Did you hear that? What? A woman's voice! Going... Heathcliff, I want your body! Oh, cut it out, David! Jeez. <laughs> the moors are spooky enough as it is. Oh, come on, Jack. Think about Italy. Debbie Klein. Exactly. I want to live long enough to have my wicked way with her. Are you going to be this cheerful all night? I can't help it. This place gives me a bad feeling. David? 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 This way. How far is it to the next village? Oh, let's see. South Proctor, seven miles. It's got a hotel. I'd settle for a warm haystack. Do they have haystacks on the moors? No, besides any minute now, it's gonna... Oh, please don't rain. Of course. Say, David. I'm well aware of how pleasant the weather is in Rome at the present time, Jack. Thank you. Santa Lucia. Santa Lucia. La 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 la. La la la. Perhaps they'll be safe in the rain. No one brought them here. No one wanted them here. You could have told them, George, and now we know they're in danger. Are you daft? What do you think that say that thinkers mad? But we're not mad, and we know there's good reason to fear. He knows better than to come back here. Yeah, yeah. You're not going after them. You're supposed to. You're the special constable. If they stay on the road, they're perfectly safe. Look, if we said any more, we'd be involved. And we agreed we wouldn't get involved this time. Am I right? You're right. Shh! Listen. Did you hear it? We must go to them. I heard nothing. I heard that. What was it? Could be a lot of things. Yeah? A coyote. There aren't any coyotes in England. Oh, the Hound of the Baskervilles? <laughs> yeah, Yosemite Sam. Heathcliff? Heathcliff didn't howl. No, but he was on the moors. <laughs> hey, it's a full moon. Beware the moon. Oh. I vote we go back to the slaughtered lamb. Yeah. No. No? Look down. Huh? We're not on the road anymore. We're lost. David, what is that? I don't know. Come on. Come on where? Anywhere. I think we should just keep moving. Oh, okay. It's moving. It's circling us. <laughs> Shit. We need a plan. Plan? Let's just keep walking. Okay. That's right. 
a lovely stroll on the moors. La 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 la. Isn't this fun? It's in front of us. Do you think it's a dog? Listen. Yes, that. No, it's a sheepdog or something. Turn slowly and let's walk away. Nice doggy. Good boy. Walk away, Jack. Yes, sir. Walk it away. Here we are. Walk it away. You see anything? No. It sounds far away. Not far enough. Come on. Jack. Yeah. Where are we going? I'll tell you when we get there. Well, I'm well, Ow! I slipped, but it's okay. Uh, my butt hurts. Oh, man, uh, you're really scared. Uh, you should have. Are you going to help me up? Yeah. Here, grab my hand. Thanks. I should think he called out just now. Oh. He's an American, you know. Dr. Hirsch is going to fetch around one of his embassy people to see him. Chart says he's from New York. I think he's a Jew. Why on earth did you say that? I looked. Really, Susan? <laughs> Didn't think that was very proper. And besides, it's common practice now. Yes, Miss Gallagher. Miss Price is quite correct. Dr. Hirsch, Mr. Kessler cried out a minute ago. Miss Gallagher, surely you must perform some function here at the hospital? Yes, Doctor. Then get on with it. Yes. Can I be of service to you, Miss Price? Dr. Hirsch? Go about your duties. Yes, Doctor. Oh, Miss Price. Yes, Doctor? What exactly did he call out? He said Jack. Ah, that would be Jack Goodman, the boy who was killed. What happened to them? The police report said an escaped lunatic attacked them. He must have been a very powerful man. Although I don't really see that it's any of your concern, Miss Price. Uh, no, sir. Of course, sir. Good day, Dr. Hirsch. Ugh. Though for the life of me, I still can't see how a human being could inflict wounds like these. Hello, David. I'm Dr. Hirsch, and this is a countryman of yours, Mr. Collins. Uh, hello, Mr. Kessler. Uh, where am I? You're in a hospital in London. London? Where's Jack? Oh, I had a strange dream. I should think so, oh. after your recent traumatic experiences. The guy I was with, is he all right? 
How did I get to London? David, I want uh, you to prepare yourself. Your friend is dead. What? Oh, jeez. Oh, Jack is dead? Mr. Kessler, oh. I'm Mr. Collins no. of the American Embassy here in oh. Grosvenor Square. Mr. Goodman's parents have been notified of his death. Your parents are unable to return from their business trip for another fortnight, but I will keep them informed of your recovery. Everything's in order. Everything's in order? What are you talking about? Mr. Goodman's body has been air freighted back to New York for burial. Your parents have wired funds for your stay in the hospital until you're well enough to fly home. You don't crate and ship Jack like some side of beef. Who the hell are you people? Oh What's going on here? Where is Jack? I demand to see him. Let me up, damn it. Miss Price. Uh, Miss Price, please. Uh, get your damn hands off me. Where the hell is he? Dr. Hirsch. I realize how upsetting this must be for you, Mr. Kessner, but please try to refrain from hysterics. Yeah, Nurse Price, 20 milligrams Haldol IV, please. Now, Mr. Kessler, try not to excite yourself. Everything has been arranged. I shall come back to check on your progress and send on the reports to your parents. The police have requested to interview you, and I have given them permission to do so. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Collins. He'll rest now, and I'm sure everything will be fine once he's adjusted. He's had quite a shock. These dumbass kids never appreciate Appreciate anything you do for them. Yes, well, uh, uh, goodbye. Uh, how long have I been here? You've been unconscious since you were brought in here two weeks ago. Two weeks? You've suffered some rather severe cuts and bruises, lost a bit of blood, but nothing too serious. You'll be black and blue for a while. Uh, you'll have some dueling scars to boast of. That lunatic must have been a very fierce fellow. They say a madman has the strength of ten. Lunatic. Now, we've just given you a pretty strong sedative, so try to get some rest now. Miss Price will see to your needs. Let's just tuck you in. It wasn't a lunatic. I beg your pardon? It was a wolf. What? A wolf. Roger is so terribly boring. Yes, dear, but couldn't we... Oh, I see. Yet next Thursday at 8, dinner with boring Roger, yes. Yet I'm sure I will. If I survived your sister's party, I suppose I'll survive another excruciating evening with Roger Matheson. Yeah, be a good girl. Bye. Yes? Superintendent Villers and Sergeant McManus are here to see you, Doctor. Send them in. Dr. Hush? Oh, come in, come in. Uh, please sit down. Uh, uh, some tea? Uh, no, thank you. I'd like some tea, please. I don't think so, Sergeant. Oh, maybe not. Uh, no, thanks. Maybe later. It's no problem. No, thank you, Doctor. Well, then, what can I do for Scotland Yard? Well, we understand the Kessler boy has regained consciousness. <coughs> oh, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Uh, excuse me. Yes? Roger Matheson, Doctor. What? Here? He's on the telephone. The Tell him I'm out. Tell him I've passed away an old war wound or something. Tell him I'm dead. Look, and no more calls. Dr. Hirsch? Uh, you were saying? Has Mr. Kessler said anything regarding the attack on the moors? Let's ask him. I'm sorry to conflict with your report, but Jack and I were not attacked by a man. So you said. He uh, may have a point, sir. Two strong boys could fight off one man. Sergeant McManus, are you suggesting that David and Jack were, in fact, attacked by some animal and that the officialdom of East Proctor has conspired to keep it a secret? Well, Special so Constable Hackett was on the scene and shot the assailant dead. We have an autopsy report on the body which describes it as... Uh, 
White male, late 50s, cause of death, gunshot wound to heart. Now, may I see? Certainly, Doctor. Now, thank you. We have several witnesses to the incident. You'll forgive me, Mr. Kessler, if I consider your statement as coming from someone who has had a terrible shock. <laughs> Sir, the boy seems pretty lucid to me. And... And what, Sergeant? Uh, I don't really know, sir. That is precisely my point. Whatever killed Jack wasn't human. David, as far as we are concerned, the matter is closed. We won't trouble you any further. Good day. Oh, uh, thank you, Dr. Hush. Uh, the autopsy report? Oh, yes. It's uh, interesting. Uh, thank you, Superintendent, uh, Sergeant. Oh, thank you, sir. An escaped lunatic. So they said. The autopsy report appears genuine. But we weren't attacked by a man. We were running and I fell. And Jack went to help me up and this thing came from nowhere. Oh, I don't understand what they're talking about. In time, I'm sure it'll all come back to you. Doctor, my memory is fine. It's my sanity I'm beginning to worry about. George! I was beginning to wonder what had happened to you. Quick pint, Mary. Work to do. Uh, people to avoid, you mean. Young Dan hasn't had a chess partner for a fortnight. Thinks he's upset you. You know how simple he is. Been busy. Oh, lying low, more like. Conscience troubling you. Those boys were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And now one of them's dead, and the other's in some London hospital. Oh, a fine night's work by the community of East Proctor and its special constable. You want everybody knowing our business. I did what I had to do. You know, Todd is all for going to the proper police and telling them. No, he isn't. I put him straight about that. Oh, I see. With a pitchfork handle again. He knows the rules and so do you. Blood's thicker than water. Tell that to the American boy. He was lucky to live. Yeah. And I saved his life. I pulled the trigger. I killed my own flesh and blood to save his bloody life. having a nightmare, nurse, nurse... Uh... Gallagher. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, oh. this should help that. Thank you. That's right, drink up. Mm. Now go back to sleep uh. so you'll be fresh for Dr. Hirsch in the morning. Oh, what, what time is it? It's nearly eight. I'm off duty shortly. Then I'm off to the cinema with Alex. Alex? Miss Price, the other nurse looking after you. What are you going to see? An American comedy about a funny family. And I'm taking my niece too, so you give me no problems and go to sleep. Uh, do you have bad dreams too? Some. Everyone does. Yeah. Does everyone kill Bambi? Bambi? Kill Bambi? <laughs> Come. Oh, 
Sergeant McManus, I thought you were off duty. Uh, uh, something bothering me about that American boy, sir. You know the one attacked on the Yorkshire Moors? Uh, I thought I'd do a bit of overtime on the case. Well, don't expect to get paid for it. The lad and his friend met a maniac and came off second best. Sir, but worse things happen where they come from. But did you know the assailant originally came from the village nearby, sir? He was from East Proctor, yes. Went by the name of Talbot. Ah, his real name was Hackett, sir. Same as the special constable who shot him. These remote villages are filled with extended families in breeding. Yes, but I mean, if they were related, if there was something to hide, an illegally kept animal, dangerous breeds. Uh, the boy said an animal attacked him, sir. The body of the attacker was as human as you or me. Or should I ignore conclusive evidence and go out looking for some kind of half-human monster? Um, well, I did say that, sir. Be bloody sure you didn't, Sergeant. Or I'll have your arse back in uniform with a dog handling division before you can say hereby! Uh, no, sir. I mean, yes, sir. Nurse Price. Yes, matron. Take these pills round now, will you please? The American boy in 21 is only to have them after he's eaten. Will you be sure of that? Has he been refusing food? Nothing quite as dramatic as that, Miss Price. He just doesn't eat enough of what's put before him. He suffers from nightmares. I think he just needs a hand to hold. Oh, matron. Uh, Mr. Lewis, hmm? have you given the patient in 21 his tray? The American, yes, sure. How did he look? Um, what do you mean, how did he look? You know, did he seem depressed? Do you think he'll eat his lunch? I'm a porter, not a flaming psychiatrist. I push things about. I don't get to find out why I'm strong. Yes, right. Sorry to have troubled you. Matron! Mr Kessler? Yes? Oh, you haven't eaten your lunch. I'm not very hungry, thanks. I'm afraid you have to eat something. Please, really, I'm not hungry. You put me in an awkward position, Mr Kessler. How's that? Well, you're to take these after you've eaten. Now, what kind of a nurse would I be if I failed in so simple a task as giving out pills? Leave the pills. I'll take them later. Sorry. How about some daylight in here? Oh, come on, Miss Price. Call me Alex. Oh, come on, Alex. Shall I be forced to feed you, Mr. Kessler? Oh, call me David. Shall I be forced to feed you, David? This is absurd. I'm not hungry. I don't want any food. Right. Nice mouthful. Open up now. Mm -mm. Let's try a little harder, shall we? Will you give me a break? I'm not... <laughs> I suppose you think that's funny. Will I have to take such drastic action again, David? <sighs> Only if you intend on being here every mealtime. You know, demanding patients get to be very <sighs> unpopular with the hospital staff. Well, that's too bad. Why? Because I was about to ask you for a glass of milk. I hear the nightmares are still bothering you. Yeah. Nurse Gallagher said you had a fantasy about eating Bambi? Uh, not Bambi, exactly. But in the dream, I stalk and I kill a deer. A fawn. It's weird, don't you think? As long as you don't decide to try it in real life, why worry? Hmm. You hardly have any appetite anyway. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. It seems like I'm not hungry because I eat in my dreams. I kill and I eat. And I really enjoy it. David! Oh, David! Oh, God, help me! Oh, oh God, no! Oh, oh, David! Jack, I can't find you. Where are you? I can't help you, Jack. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming, Jack. Jack! Nurse Gallagher, 
Matron? Yes? Mr. Lewis, go at once to 21 and restrain the patient. Yes, Matron. Miss Gallagher, remain here at the desk. I'll be in 21. You've never had bad dreams before? Yes, yeah, sure as a kid, but never so real, never so bizarre. David, did you get a good look at the man who attacked you? I've told you it wasn't a man. It was an animal, a, a big wolf or something, a rabid dog. Yes. Look, Dr. Hirsch, I know I've been traumatized, but Jack was torn apart. I saw him. A man can't do that to someone with his bare hands. You'd be surprised what horrors a man is capable of. Did you see Jack? No, in fact, your wounds were cleaned and dressed before you arrived here. Well, did you talk to the police in East Proctor? Did the cops go to the slaughtered lamb? Slaughtered lamb? Yeah, the bar, the pub there. I really don't know. Then why the hell are you so quick to disbelieve me? You yourself said it must have taken incredible strength to tear apart a person like that. David, please. The police are satisfied. I'm certain that if a monster were out roaming northern England, we'd have seen it on television. Oh, you really think I'm crazy, don't you? Really, David. You're far too intelligent to go on this way. If, when you return to America, you want to seek out a competent psychiatrist or psychologist or something and sort this out, so much the better. Now, you'll be leaving this hospital in three or four days. Please remain sane a little longer. At least, until you're no longer our responsibility. Dr. Hirsch, I'd rather not be by myself. I'll see what can be arranged. Not working, eh? Oh, oh, geez, what's that? Hello, Jack. Oh, God, thank God. Oh, you you got to help me. I, I got lost in the morgue. I uh, separated from my friend. I mean, uh, something happened. I, uh, he ran away. I, I, I don't know. I, I must have fallen asleep. Calm down, Jack. You're disoriented. Wait a minute. I, I'm bleeding. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's blood everywhere. Oh, God, I need a doctor. It's a little late for that, lad. Excuse me? You're dead, pal. What? Here, let me explain. You're very beautiful. I thought you uh, were asleep. I was, and then I woke up. And you were asleep. It doesn't matter. It's good to have company. It keeps the dreams away. What are you reading? A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court by Mark Twain. Hmm. Uh-huh. Are there nightmares still bothering you? What do you dream about? Uh, I dream of death, mostly. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have asked you. It's okay. I, I want to talk to you. Mm. Uh-huh. Was Jack Goodman your close friend? My best friend. My very best friend. Shall I read to you? What? Oh, uh, yes, please. A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court by Samuel F. Clements. After his preface, but before Chapter One. A word of explanation. You all right? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> A word of explanation. It was in Warwick Castle that I came across the curious stranger who I'm going to talk about. Welcome aboard American Atlantic, flight 702, direct to London's Heathrow Airport. The last place your child should come to grief is England for crying out loud. Well, David isn't a child anymore. It must have been an accident. We should have flown back the minute we heard he was in hospital. And who's the Far Eastern deal? We have to make a living, Audrey. Well, at least we went to Jack's funeral. The Goodmans are in pieces over losing him. John? Shh, wait a minute. 
What is it? Audrey, that, that girl down the aisle, I swear she just pulled an automatic weapon out of the locker. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain. This is a people generation friend. This aircraft and its passengers are hostages. This flight is redirected to Tripoli. Oh, no. oh, God. John, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, uh, please, we, we must get to London. Our son is very ill. I said suspense! He attracted me by three things. His candid simplicity. No! Marvelous... No, not my parents! Oh, oh, oh. oh, I thought I'd just got you off to sleep. I've just had a nightmare. I'll tell you what. I'll pop out to the nurse's station and I'll make you a glass of hot milk. <laughs> and the restfulness of his company, for he did all the talking. Oh. oh. And I thought I'd just got you off to sleep. Holy shit. Are you all right? Can I get you something? No, no, thanks. Just keep me company for a while. That's easy enough. I keep having these really terrible dreams. I've just had a dream within a dream, and they're getting worse. I can't seem to stop them. David, your dreams will stop. You'll leave England and your bad memories, and then this will all fade away. Oh, I hope to God you're right, because I don't want to go through that crap again. Can I do anything to help you? Will you come away with me? What? You don't know me. I don't know you. We have a perfect relationship. Now, David, I said I would keep you company, but I mean right here and now. Well, will you think about it? I'm serious. You're being awfully forward, aren't you? Oh, forgive me. I'm trying to cheer myself up. An affair with a beautiful nurse seemed like just the thing to do. All I am to you is a sex fantasy, then. <laughs> now I'm embarrassed. Good. I thought for a moment I was the only embarrassed one in the room. <laughs> Look, I don't want to go to sleep again. Where were we in the book? Uh, let me see. Uh, here. Sergeant McManus, uh, thank you for seeing me at such short notice. Well, I'm sorry, Superintendent Villas isn't available. He's doing departmental budgets with the Chief Commissioner. Well, I'm certain you might be able to advise me. Oh, is it the American boy? Is he all right? Well, physically, he's recovering very well. In fact, we're discharging him tomorrow. But the mental trauma following the death of his friend persists. I've tried to organise counselling for him, but he won't have it. Well, I'm not sure I know how to help, sir. Well, obviously David needed specialist medical treatment. That's why he was brought down to London. But I was curious to know whether the police files on the attack were here at Scotland Yard or still in Yorkshire. Well, we have copies of all the paperwork, but uh, all they do is confirm the statements made at the time that an escapee from the North Riding Sanatorium attacked those boys on the moors. But if I had a closer understanding of the precise order of events, I might be able to help David face reality, snap him out of this fixation that an animal was responsible. Well, uh, given that Superintendent Villas isn't around, and I just happen to have the file over here... Oh, that's very good of you. Hmm. Oh, well, not much in it. Yeah, strange case, really. Did you know the murderer originally came from East Procton? The special constable who shot him was his brother. Good grief. A real-life Greek tragedy. Oh, hello. What are these? Um, no exhibit photographs on the case. That's the corpse of the other boy. Mm. Eviscerated like that, an autopsy was just a formality. And this body? The killer. Uh, there's several angles on the crime scene. The bodies and... Uh, ah, yes, yes, here is the bullet that killed him. Copper jacketed, probably. It hasn't misshapen like the conventional lead ones do. Uh, is 
Is that right, Hewlett? Serial number, probably. Ah, here's the mortuary shorts. Hmm. Yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Sergeant. Well, didn't you want to read the statements? I think I've seen enough. Uh, a moustache. I'll be in touch. Right, sir. Good morning and a good day to you. Oh, good morning, we have some meal for you here this morning. Bacon, porridge, orange juice and toast with jam. Good stuff there. Now eat it up and I'll be back for dishes when you finish. <sighs> porridge. Yeah. Please, sir. I don't want any more. Hey, can I have a piece of toast? Jack? Hey, nice to see you. Get the hell out of here, Jack. Oh, thanks a lot. This is too much. I, I can't handle this. Am I awake now or asleep or hey, what? Yeah, look, I'm aware that I don't look so great, but I thought you'd be oh, glad God. to see me. Hey, toast looks pretty good. Oh. oh, tastes pretty good. Oh, this has got to be another nightmare. Nobody in your condition could possibly walk and talk, let alone eat. Yeah, I can tell you're impressed. I'll get damn near ripped in half, but I'm prepared to visit with you in the hospital. Oh, jeez, I knew the mouth would be a problem. Oh, is that blood coming out of those gashes? Mm, I don't think so. It's a weird color, don't you think? <laughs> oh, suddenly, I'm not hungry. David! You're hurting my feelings. Hurting your feelings? Has it occurred to you that it may be unsettling to have you rise from your grave to visit me? Listen to me, I'm talking to a hamburger. Hey, I'm sorry to be upsetting you, David, but I had to come. Aren't you supposed to be buried in New York someplace? Yeah. <sighs> your parents came to my funeral. I was surprised at how many people came. Oh, why should you be surprised? You were a well-liked person. Yeah. Hey, Debbie Klein cried a lot. I can't stand it. Yeah, so you know what she does? She's so grief-stricken, she runs to find solace in Joel Levine's bed. Joel Levine, mm -hmm. the schmuck? Yeah. Life mocks me even in death. Mm. Oh, damn this cheap. I'm going completely crazy. David! What? David, now I know this may be hard for you, but I have to warn you. Warn me? Will you get the hell out of here, you meatloaf? Look, I'm a grisly side, it's true, but I love you, and that's why I'm here. You've got to listen. If you love me so much, Jack, you'll realize how disconcerting it is to share my breakfast with the living dead. Look, we were attacked by a werewolf. I'm covering my ears. I'm not listening. On the moors, we were attacked by a lycanthrope, a werewolf. Shut up, you zombie. I was murdered, an unnatural death, and now I walk the earth in limbo until the werewolf's curse is lifted. What's wrong with you? Shut up! Look, the wolf's bloodline must be severed. The last remaining werewolf must be destroyed. Will you be quiet? David! It's you, David. What? You survived. And now you shall continue the curse. What are you talking about? I won't accept this. I won't have a conversation with someone who has been dead for a month. Get out. Go drip stuff somewhere else, goddammit. Okay, remember what that guy at the slaughtered lamb said? What? Beware the moon. Why do you think he said that? It's because he knew. Uh, he knew that the werewolf hunts when the moon is full. Now, we were attacked by a werewolf, David, a man who uh, changes into a wolf every full moon. He killed me. He was killed himself. Uh, but you survived. He bit you, and you survived. The bloodline continues through you. Oh, stop it, Jack. Beware the moon, the full moon, David. You've got two days. Jack, please go away. Please go away. You'll stalk the streets of London, a creature of the night. You're talking like Boris Karloff. It's movie dialogue. David, please believe me. You will kill people, David. You've got to stop the bloodshed before it begins. No! Listen to me! Take your own life, David. It's our only chance. No! The supernatural, the powers of darkness, it's all true. 
Take your own life. Suicide, David. Join me. Nurse, oh God, Alex. It's cold, David, and I'm so alone. The undead surround me. Have you ever talked to a corpse? It's boring. I'm lonely. Kill yourself, David, before you kill others. No! Leave me alone! Beware the moon, David. David? David? Alex. David, what's wrong? I'm a werewolf. A werewolf? Do you mind if I kiss you? Uh, <clears throat> Thank you. <clears throat> Are you uh, better now? I'll let you know next full moon. You're to be discharged tomorrow. Will you be all right? My friend Jack was just here. Your dead friend, Jack? Yeah. He says that I'll become a monster in two days. What do you think? What do I think? You mean about the possibility of you becoming a monster in two days or about visits from dead friends? I was dreaming again? I would think so. Yeah, I would think so too. <clears throat> do you have a place to stay in London? He won't do it. Jackie can't. He doesn't believe. Look, who, who the hell are you, Larry? I mean, what is this place? I'm a friend. As for where this is, I don't know. Limbo, purgatory, nothingness, world of the undead. Pick a suitable reference from your religious teachings. Yeah, well, the rabbi never covered being undead. I mean, well, what about everyone else here, huh? I mean, why don't these people talk to each other? What's to talk about? Comparing gash sizes, intestinal wounds? Werewolf victims are usually too bitter about their fate to socialize. What? These are David's victims? But, but he hasn't become a werewolf yet. The bloodline runs down centuries. There are hundreds of victims. They cannot move on until the line is severed. Like I explained before, David must die without passing on the curse. And one sure way is for him to take his own life. Well, what about you? You don't look too torn up for a victim. I was a different kind of victim. I carried the contagion. I passed it on to David. Son of a bitch! You killed me! My kitchen. Very nice. Cupboard. Charming. The bathroom. Lovely. Talking alarm clock. Yeah. Unwanted gift? Last Christmas. The bedroom. There is only one bed. I'll be very honest with you, David. I'm not in the habit of bringing home stray young American men. I should hope not. I find you very attractive and a little bit sad. Go on. I've had seven lovers in my life, three of which were one-night stands. I'm not quite sure what I'm trying to say, but... Don't say anything. Uh... Uh, perhaps you'd like to watch the telly while I take a shower. I really needed a shower, too. I know for a fact you had one this morning. Did you check I didn't miss anywhere important? <laughs> hey, they're in the shower. Oh, God, I feel like such a pervert. This is bad, Jack. She's given him a place to stay, and the full moon is tomorrow. She's given him that and more. Boy, when I think of Debbie Klein in the shower, yeah, I'm really seriously pissed off at you for killing me, Larry. I said I was sorry, haven't I? I wasn't responsible for my actions, and neither will David be once the moon is full. Well, I tried to tell him. You've got to do more than that. He's got to take his own life. You can't tell perfectly sensible guys they're werewolves and must kill themselves. Oh. 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 Where did you learn to 
you do that? Oh, man, you think you know some people? Jack, you were David's best friend. I never had anyone close enough to help me the way you can help him. If there had been, you might still be alive today. I'll try. They're heading for the bedroom. Oh, Get me out of here, Larry. Death I can cope with, but the jealousy is killing me. Alex. Yes? Why do you think I'm sad? David, you don't honestly believe that your friend, Jack, rose from the grave to breakfast with you, did you? Really? I was awake and he was in my room. I wasn't hallucinating. Tomorrow is the full moon. Yeah. Nothing will happen and you'll forget all about it. <laughs> That's good, Alex. Reassure me. You're a normal, healthy person. It's all right. I'm just being insane. You just need cheering up. Okay, okay, I'm cheering up. There's nothing to worry about. Oh, this is very reassuring. Oh, I'm feeling very reassured. Whoa, that feels amazing. Alex, I gotta go pee. Just let me get out from under. Uh, got it. Thanks. Fucking clock crap. It's later than you think, Holy David. Shit! Hey, watch where you aim at. You're not real. Ah, don't be an asshole, David. We need to talk. The living room. Hey, nice place. Yeah, I see. I'll have to get used to entertaining corpses. Take a seat, Jack, why don't you? Mm. I'll put the kettle on for tea. I better stand. I seem to leave bits of myself behind when I said I'm not upholstery friendly. Look. What are you doing here? I wanted to see you. Okay, you've seen me. Now go away and decompose someplace else. David, I'm sorry I upset you yesterday, okay? But you must understand what is going on. Yeah, I understand, all right. You're one of the undead and I'm a werewolf. Yes. Get out of here, Jack. David, tomorrow night is the full moon. You'll change. You'll become a monster. I know, I know. You must take your own life now, David, before it's too late. Jack, are you really dead? Oh, what do you think this is? A makeup job? Hey, look. Look through here. That's my spinal cord. Oh, God. You ever seen this spleen? Jesus. Hey, mine got pretty torn up. Oh, I think I've lost my mind. You're not real. I think I'm asleep, and you're just a part of another bad dream. You must believe me. What, Jack? That tomorrow night beneath the full moon I'll sprout hair and fangs and eat people? Bullshit. The canines will be real. You'll taste real blood. God damn it, David. Please believe me. You'll kill and make others like me. I'm not having a nice time, David. Don't allow this to happen again. You must take your own life. I will not accept this. Now go away. This is not pretend, David. I will not be threatened by a walking meatloaf. David, what's wrong? Where's Jack gone? Pardon? Oh, it was just me, Alex. I was just being crazy. Are you all right? I don't think so. Come back to bed now. Oh, Alex... Do I seem crazy to you? David, what is the matter? I just saw Jack again. What, here? Yeah. What did he say? He said that tomorrow, I'll turn into a monster. Do you believe him? Do you believe me? I believe that you're... 
very upset. I, I believe that you loved Jack Goodman very much and somehow you blame yourself for his death. But I... I don't think he was here just now talking to you. I... I don't think you'll become a werewolf, no. Wait, did you ever see The Wolfman? Was that the film with Oliver Reed? No, no, the old one. I don't think so. Bella Lugosi bites Lon Chaney Jr. and he turns into a werewolf. Why are you telling me that? Listen, listen. Claude Rains is Lon Chaney's father and he ends up killing him. <laughs> well, well, maybe a werewolf can only be killed by somebody who loves him. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm torn between feeling very sorry for you and finding you very attractive. I can work with that. Yes. Is this the slaughtered lamb East Proctor? That's what the sign outside says. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course, sir. Now then. What can I get you? Oh, a drink for a very cold man. Um, Camparian soda would do nicely. <laughs> Sorry, love. Oh, I, I suppose a small Guinness will suffice. More like it. There you are. Ah. Ah. A thousand thanks. Mm. Ah. Oh, good afternoon. Hi. Right. <laughs> Nasty bit of business with those two young American boys. I'm afraid I don't know what you mean, sir. Yeah, I'm sure that's right. A, a few weeks ago, the, the last full moon, wasn't it? Wasn't what? I mean that escaped lunatic, the one that killed the boy. Uh, wasn't that near here? And where will you be from, sir? London. Uh, uh, night takes pawn. What? I was looking at your chessboard. Night takes pawn or you'll lose the bishop. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. What's that on the wall, that star-shaped scratch? Oh, that's been there for 200 years. We were going to paint it out, but it's traditional, so we left it. I see. You've heard nothing of this incident. Incident? The murder. Are you a police officer? Uh, no, no, hardly. I'm a doctor. I work in the hospital where the Kessler boy was brought. <coughs> He was talking about werewolves and monsters, and as I was near here, I thought... You thought what? Well, I thought I'd look into the boy's story. Really? Well, you're making a mistake. Right. A story about werewolves? Nah, really, sir. Pull <laughs> <laughs> the other one. <laughs> uh, now, come, my friend. That game's as good as over. Play chess with me. I think not. Am I that intimidating? No, no, you're not. I don't feel like a game. Are you off now, Todd? Hi. Uh, uh, I'll not be long. Uh, I just want to check on dogs. The dogs are fine. I'll just check. Ah, it's a long way back to London. Uh, do you have anything to eat? No. There's no food here. There's nothing for you here, sir. So it seems. Well, I'll be on my way. Oi, doctor, over here. Oh, hello. Is this what you call checking the dogs? Shut up and listen. That boy's in danger. I mean, it were a mistake to let him leave here. 
There's something wrong with this place. Always has been. That much I understand. It's the one who lived. He's the one who's in danger. And not just him. Others will be too. It's almost full moon. He'll change. He'll... Enough. That's enough. Let me go now. You'll make me late. Do me an enormous favor. Anything. Tell me that it's silly of me to be apprehensive. It's silly of you to be apprehensive. Werewolves simply do not exist. David, do you want me to stay here tonight? Yeah, I do, but you've got a late shift. Listen, if you get too anxious, call me at the hospital, okay? Okay. I've left those pills for you. (laughs) A chunky werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I'm off. Okay. There's food in the fridge. See you later. I'm sorry? My doggy just slipped his leash. He went through your gate. Ah, it's all right. I see him. Come here, Pooch. Come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> what did I do? Here, I'll get him. Oh, there. Still Benny. Naughty dog. Thank you. Sorry he doesn't like you. He usually likes everybody. Thanks a lot, dog. Oh, maybe I should take another shower. Wonderful. Locked out. Cool. An American werewolf was found frozen to death today in the heart of London, England, having locked himself out of his girlfriend's apartment. He was wearing nothing but a pair of muddy jeans and a miserable expression. Wait a second, I opened the bathroom window. If this drain pipe will take my weight, I can... Just another few inches. Bingo! Oh, hi, Cat. Jesus, get out of here. All I need now is a nosy neighbor to call the cops. What is it with animals and me? Everything looks the same in the mirror. No incipient werewolf characteristics breaking through. Snarl. Growl. Grr. Okay, let's keep a log of events. Every hour on the hour, we check in the mirror. First sign of fur, fangs, we call Alex. That okay with you, David? That's fine by me, David. See you in an hour, buddy. Contents of a typical English fridge. Let's see, skim milk, diet yogurt, salad stuff, soda, low-fat spread, one packet of bacon. Note, I am not tempted by the bacon. Is this because I am not a werewolf or because I am a Jewish werewolf? I'll lie down for a while and think about that one. Ah. Horizontal position, eyes closed, facing ceiling. Everything seems normal. I am bored. I will get up. Mirror check. Same old David. 7 p.m. Bong, bong, bong. Maybe I'm hungry. Check the fridge again. Uh, I'm not hungry. Let's have a little TV. British television, finest in the world, yeah. ITV soccer match. BBC One, insipid documentary. BBC Two, insipid documentary. Channel Four, insipid documentary, presented by Midi Transvestites. 
Maybe it's not even dark yet. Dark enough. Moon's up. Moon's up. Mirror check. 9 p.m. Bong, 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 moon check, full and high. Mirror check, no fangs, same old me. <sighs> so much for Jack coming back from the dead. So much for that werewolf crap. Jack! Jack, if I wasn't hallucinating, appear to me now, Jack. I am not a werewolf. I'm a human being, not a monster. Nurse Gallagher. Oh, Dr. Hirsch, I thought you were out today. Uh, yes, I was. Uh, now I'm late for a dinner engagement. Uh, is Nurse Price on duty this evening? Yes, Doctor. Do you know if Miss Price has seen the Kessler boy since his release? Um, I don't know if she... It's all right, Susan. Yes, Doctor, I have. Well, come to my office, Miss Price. Good luck. Thanks. I'm not a werewolf. Just the nightmares have got to me. What I need is a good meal and eight hours of solid sleep. Let's take another look in that fridge. I'm still not hungry. Is there a book in this apartment? Anything to read at all? A leaflet? A cornflakes pack? Ah, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. I remember this. Bing Crosby and William Bendix. Let's see. It was in Warwick Castle that I came across the curious stranger whom I'm going to talk about. He attracted me by three things. His candid simplicity, his marvelous familiarity with ancient armor. Jesus Christ! Oh, I'm burning up! Oh, Jesus, these clothes are killing me! Jack! Where are you now, you son of a bitch? Help me! Somebody help me, please, Jack! Oh, my legs! Oh, what the... Oh, I'm sorry I caught your meatloaf, Jack! Oh, God! I can't stand up right! Oh, what is this stuff? Oh, my God! Jack! Help me! Jack! I'm sorry! Oh, please! Jack! Sit down, Nurse Price. Yes, Dr. Hirsch. Um, Alex, uh, this won't take long. I'm due at Roger Matheson's for dinner. <laughs> Boring as hell. Anyway, I was in East Proctor today. Uh, Dr. Hirsch, if this is about nurse-patient relationships... Oh, dear girl, your extracurricular activities are of no consequence to me. I don't give a damn who you sleep with. I'm concerned about David. Yes, sir. You went to East Proctor, where David was attacked? I thought I might be able to rid him of these delusions by finding out more about the incident. David insists his friend Jack was killed by an animal, but the witness statements all agree it was a man. A man closely linked to the village. I don't understand. No. Neither do I. Uh, you think there's something 
in what he says. It's a full moon tonight. Where is he? At my flat. I'm off at midnight and... The number, Alex. What's your phone number? Three pound fifty, Gap. There you go. Keep the fiver. Oh, not very much, sir. Enjoy your evening, miss. Thank you. Oh, which one, Harry? Um, Roger and Jocasta Matheson, number 39. Oh, looks like we are first. I can't see the Hirsch car anywhere. I do hope Peter and Marnie are coming. Roger's such a bloody bore. I know. Let's go round the back and sneak up his garden. It backs onto the park. Why? We'll give her Roger a scare. Uh, you're crazy, Harry. <laughs> Come on. He needs a bit of livening up. Uh, oh, it's terribly dark. Come on, scaredy cat. He's got a back gate somewhere here. Price is unable to answer the phone. Please. <laughs> David, it's Dr. Hirsch. David, if you're there, please pick up the telephone. Oh, damn. Did you hear something? Just now? Yeah. No. Here we are, Roger's back gate. Judith, will you be quiet? You're breathing loud enough to wake the dead. That's not me. Well, then who on earth? Roger! Those hooligans are in the park again. Aren't you ready yet, Jack Caster? They'll be here any minute. Unless, of course, they've taken the B127. Oh, then they'll have to go round. Have to go round. Roger, well. hmm? something's going on out there. Oh, where's the torch? I'll go and have a look. Hello, Alex Price is unable to answer the phone. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's not answering. He's not there. He's not. Alex. Has David persisted in his werewolf fantasies? Well, yes. But he seems to be more worried about the death of his friend. Has his friend appeared to him again? Yes. What did he say? David says Jack comes to warn him. Warn him? Dr. Hirsch, what's wrong? Is this more serious than I know? I tried to investigate the attack. There are a few records. The case was closed and the police file is pretty basic. David's lacerations were cleaned and dressed when he arrived here. And yet, supposedly, no doctor examined him before I did. The Goodman boy's already in the ground, so he's no good to us. But when I visited that pub in East Proctor today, I was convinced of two things. Yes? Firstly, they know exactly what happened and are lying to cover it up. The whole community is involved. And secondly? I think the village of East Proctor is hiding some dark and terrible secret. I'm convinced that, like David, they believe in this werewolf. You've absolutely no idea where David might be. No. He knows no one in London besides me. I shouldn't have left him alone. Surely you're not suggesting... David has suffered a severe trauma. I myself witnessed some form of mass neurosis in East Proctor. If all the villagers believe that Jack Goodman was killed by a werewolf, why shouldn't David? And then it follows that if he survived an attack by a werewolf, wouldn't he himself become a werewolf by the next full moon? Dr. Hirsch? 
Oh, I don't mean running about on all fours and howling at the moon. But he could harm himself, or perhaps others. What should we do? Let's call the police and see if they can help us find our wandering boy. Is anyone there? Hello? This isn't funny, you know. Oh, what was that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God! Yes, I know it's late, Sergeant. Yes, well, thank you. So, the police are going to search for David? In the morning. Superintendent Villers is at the police ball this evening and doesn't attach too much importance to a lost American boy out on the town. Perhaps David's only fallen asleep. I just hope he hasn't tried anything stupid. Yes. Then perhaps you should go home early tonight, just in case. I'll square things with the matron. Thank you, Dr. Hirsch. Hello? Ah, matron, I was just going to... I'm sorry? Oh, Jocasta Matheson. Yes, we're late for dinner with her. What? Oh, my goodness. Has she called the police? Right. No, tell my wife I'll go straight there. Thank you. Is there a problem? My old colleague has been murdered. Along with two other people. Old Winston smells something. Yeah, yeah. he smells you. Why did you have a bath when you was in the cellar army shelter? You had them boots on a month solid. Have a piece I sham, you stupid animal. I'll put you in this bloody pot. Who's there? Ah, he's just mucking about. He is. Winston? Oh, don't worry, he's small, but he's hard. He'll sort whoever it is out. Find the bollocks of a rhinoceros, he would brave like. <laughs> oh, yeah, brave dog, that. <laughs> Who's there? That's not Winston. Look, there. Mother Mary of God. You, uh, knew the victims, Dr. Hush? My wife and I were late for their dinner party. Oh. Did Jaca Mrs. Matheson see what happened? The GP put her under sedation, but as far as we can gather, her husband heard a noise in the park and went out to investigate. And the same fate befell him as poor Harry and Judith. So it seems. A commissioner on the blower for you, sir. Oh, nice bow tie. Thank you, Sergeant. Excuse me, Dr. Hush. Of course, has the pathologist taken the bodies? What's left of them? I haven't seen a mess like that since... Well, since... since those photos of the American boy killed in Yorkshire. Bloody hell. Another maniac with the same M.O.? I'd better write that down. Yes. Maybe you'd better. Watch you, mate. I was just about to pack up for the night. Was that the last shade? Nearly. I don't have to assault innocent people with that bloody din. Oh, I've got a problem with buskers trying to earn an honest living, have we? No, I'm a music lover. Oh, all right. How about giving us a quid to shut up then, eh? I wouldn't give you tuppence if you were juggling chainsaws, matey. Excuse me. Yes. Don't go out tonight. It's bound to take all night. 
Hello? Is there someone there? I can assure you that this is not in the least bit amusing. I shall report this. Good Lord! And finally, before the closing headlines, reports are coming in of a series of vicious murders in London this evening. Quiet! Shh! Listen, George! You're in check, Dan. But oh, bloody hell! Victims have been found torn and mutilated in a trail from Limehouse to Portland Place. And it has just been announced that BBC Radio's headquarters at Broadcasting House have been sealed off following an attack on our Radio 1 presenter. Oh, no. Now, whether this is a related incident has not yet been confirmed. Police are advising Londoners to stay indoors if possible. Oh, my. And the closing headlines, in the Middle East, Arab leader... It's the full moon tonight. Don't be daft, woman. The American boys who came here last full moon. The one who survived. He was talked to London, George. George is right. It's happened. We don't know anything's happened, Todd. London's full of bloody maniacs. No, George. We've been talking. All of us. It were different before. It was local. It was our community. But this is different. It's spreading beyond East Proctor, beyond the Moors. And what will you do about it, eh? eh? What the hell are you looking at me for? You're the law here, George. I volunteered to become special constable in East Proctor so there'd be somebody to answer the awkward questions. That's all. That's not what she means. You're the elder. Your family carries the responsibility. Not anymore. The family that carries the curse carries the responsibility. When I killed my brother, it passed from all... To some American kid! He's not one of us. We should never have let those boys leave the slaughtered lamb. There's only one solution, George. Same solution as before. And it's in your hands. You're the one with the means to stop this. Morning, Dr. Hirsch. Hello, Freddy. What are you doing on reception? Ambulance service too strenuous for you? Nah, just give me no see a breather. What brings you here? Uh, insomnia, I suppose. Pretty miserable evening. Dr. Matheson being killed, you mean? Yeah. Uh, Freddie, I need to do a bit of urgent research. I, I, I don't suppose the reference light is open. No, but the keys are here. Make the most of it. I hear the hospital trust is going to flog all the books and turn it into a burger bar. <laughs> just what a modern teaching hospital needs. Uh, looking up a tricky case? In a way. Well, thanks, Freddie. Uh, you know you've got blood all over your coat. Right now, that's the least of my worries. Mom, is this the wolf pen? If that's what it says on the guidebook, Mark. Now, where did I put your juice? That's not a wolf. Hang on a minute, love. There's a man in there. No, dear, this is London Zoo. They don't put people in the cages. Damn it. And I can see his willy. What? Oh, God. You can't get away from them these days. Come on, Mark. Get out of there, you pervert. You've got nothing to boast about. Now, let's go and see the penguin house. It wasn't very big, anyway. Wake me up, Alex. Alex, you took all the covers again. Ouch. Oh, oh shit. Gee, where the hell am I? Oh, good doggy. Uh, good wolf. Oh, gosh. I'm just leaving. I'm going. I'm naked. 
But I'm going. Hello? No, Dr. Hirsch, she hasn't come back yet. Yes, I will. But I just feel so helpless sitting here doing nothing. Thank you. Yes, goodbye. David, where are you? Mark, I must have forgotten to pack our juice. Wait here while I pop in the cafeteria. Okay. Won't be a second. Hey, kid. Little boy with the balloons. Mom, the bushes just talk to me. Shh, shh. I'm the guy who was asleep in the wolf pen. I need to ask you something. No way. Come on, I'll give you a pound. Buzz off. Oh, uh, two pounds, then. Oh, give me a break. Listen, two pounds is a lot of money. It's almost five dollars. My mum told me about people like you. No, no, no. I I'm a famous balloon thief. Why would a thief want to give me two pounds? Oh. Look, I'm having a crappy day. Can you give me one of your balloons? I'll swap you for a street shark. I, I haven't got a street shark, butthead. I haven't got any clothes, either. Then you don't have two pounds, either. Okay, okay. Better still. See that fat lady over there? The one with the dyed hair and the jewelry? She just took her coat off and she left it on that bench. The one who looks like me to repulse Yeah, whatever. Could you get that coat for me? Toss it into the bushes. I suppose. What do I get in return? Come on, kid. How about just helping me? Okay. Got it. There you are. Mark! Come and have your juice! Hey, thanks, Mark. You owe me a street shark. Yeah. Man or monster! London's murder victims found partially devoured! Ah! Morning, Dr. Rush. Morning, Joe. Uh, have one of those. <sighs> Cheers, Gaff. Thanks. Death towel up to eight! You Jack the Ripper! Excuse me, this bus that you're waiting for? How much longer will it take? An hour, and then three will come at once, probably. Good God! Are you wearing anything under that coat? No. Is that a woman's coat? Yeah. You're a pansy, aren't you? Some kind of Nancy boy. That's Mr. Nancy boy to you, pal. No, matron, it's just an upset stomach. I'm sure I'd be well enough to come in tomorrow. Uh, excuse me, matron, I'm feeling unwell again. David, where on earth have you been? Good grief, what are you wearing? It's a ladies' polyester hacking jacket with fake fur trim, and I'm freezing. Oh, pass me my jeans, will you? Alex, you won't believe this. I've lost my mind. I woke up naked at the zoo. Zoo? Yeah. What did I do last night, Alex? You don't remember? No, I, I said goodbye to you. I was locked out of the flat. I climbed the wall and came in through the bathroom window. I, I started to read... And then I woke up naked at the zoo. Oh, I guess I must be out of my freaking mind. Oh, I'm worried about you. We didn't know where you were. Mm, mm, mm. Where did you get that coat? <laughs> oh, it's amazing what people leave on the benches in Regent's Park. I'll get that. Oh, uh, hello? Alex, it's Peter Hirsch. Have you heard anything? Uh, he's here, Dr. Hirsch. Oh, come on. Is he all right? Why didn't you call me? Where was he? It, it, it... He doesn't remember. He woke up at the zoo. The zoo? Is he rational? Yes, he is. He's, he's very excited and confused, but he's not crazy. Yeah, that's what you mean. Have you read the papers today? Have you listened to the radio or television? No, why? 
Is David acting strangely? Uh, no, not really. Could you get here without any trouble? Yes, I should think so. Right, now listen carefully. I want you to bring David here. I want him in my care. I'll notify the police that we found him. It's imperative that you bring him straight to the hospital. Do you understand? Uh, yes, Doctor. You're certain he's lucid? You won't need any help. No, he's fine. We'll come right over. Shall I send a car? No, a cab will be faster. I'll expect you shortly. Now then. Uh, yes, Scotland Yard. The next corner we can get a cab. <laughs> I should be committed. Uh, waking up naked in the wolf pen at London Zoo. Jack would have laughed at that. <laughs> Dr. Hirsch will know what to do. I don't know why I feel so good. Uh, I haven't felt this good in a long time. D taxi! My body feels alive, alert. I feel like an athlete. Come on, let's go back to your place for a quickie, huh? Get, get <laughs> St. Martin's Hospital. Right. Are you okay? Never better. It's like the days of the old Zima Barbara Fleet Street, isn't it? I beg your pardon? They're murders. What murders? Last night, haven't you heard? Eight in different parts of the city, all mutilated. Real maniac, this one. Where are we? Trafalgar Square. Pull over. But, David, we've got... Pull over! Pay the man. David, wait! Here you are. Keep the change. It's all up. David! What are you doing? Eight people mutilated. It had to be me, Alex. David, stop! I'm going to the cops. There's another full moon tonight. Jack was right. Jack I'm gonna... is dead! Jack is dead. Buddy came back to warn me. Look, eight people have been killed. I'm going to the police. David! David! Superintendent Villas, I've just had Dr. Hirsch on the phone. The American boys reappeared. And he may be linked to last night's murder, sir. Mm, oh, Hirsch strikes me as having a bit of an imagination. The boys hardly fit enough yet to tear people apart. Look, this departmental report for the commissioner, bloody tricky questions. Have you ever been sexually harassed in the Metropolitan Police, Sergeant? Uh, well, only by Detective Inspector Friggin, sir. We all know about him. Mm, quite. I'll make that zero percent, then. Yes, but the connection between the American boy and his murder, sir. We'll go and see Dr. Hirsch. Hear him out. But I want solid investigative procedure on this case, McManus. Yes, sir. None of this monster business. No, sir. David... Please, be rational. Let's go to Dr. Hirsch. Rational? I'm a freaking werewolf, for Christ's sake. Uh, for once, there is a cop when you need one. David, wait! Officer? Officer, excuse me? Yes, sir? I killed those people last night. You did, did you? He's playing a stupid joke, Constable. What? We had an argument. He's being silly. I swear, I don't know who she is. All right, you two, move along. Hey, you, asshole! I want you to arrest me! There's no call for that kind of language. Queen Elizabeth is a man! Uh, Prince Charles is a faggot! Winston Churchill was full of shit! Now see here, young man. Shakespeare was French. The Queen Mother watches socks in hell! That's quite enough! David, please! Uh, who is she? You're going to have to stop this disturbance or I shall arrest you. That's what I want you to do, you moron! Constable, he's very upset. He, he's Will you shut up? That's enough. Now go about your business. Yes, David, let's go. People are staring. You're not going to arrest me? Don't you think he should arrest me? Where's the TV cameras? It's a prank! Ah, David! I've no time for this foolishness. Nothing to look at. Move along! Oh, this is hopeless. It's hopeless. David, let's go now. Leave me alone, damn it! 
You people are crazy! I've got to get away from here. I've got to do something. David, don't lose control. Control? What control? Jack was real and he tried to warn me. Oh, I thought I was crazy. David. I love you. What? I love you, Alex, but I think I did some terrible things last night. Things I can't remember. David, let's go and see Dr. Hirsch. No, you got to stay away from me, Alex. David, I can help you. No, I'm not safe to be with. You got to stay away from me. David! I love you! I love you! David! <laughs> Dr. Hirsch, the forensic lads seem to feel that some sort of animal was involved. That's true, but I hardly think that... Regardless of what you think, Superintendent, the fact remains that David ran off from Nurse Price earlier and we must find him. Before nightfall. Precisely. Please. Look, we shall find Mr. Kessler as quickly as we're able. He tried to have himself arrested. Getting arrested isn't all that difficult, Miss Price. He wants help. He... What can we do to assist you? Stay here. If we need you, we'll know where to reach you. I cannot accept... A connection between David Kessler and last night's murders. We will find him, however. I can assure you of that. We'll find him. Not to worry. What should we do? <sighs> Tea would be nice. Yes, operator. I'd like to call the United States and reverse the charges. David Kessler for anyone. Yeah, I'll wait. Hello? Yeah, area code 212-555-1630. Thank you. Hello? Rachel? Just say yes. You'll accept the charges. Just say yes, Rachel. Are Mom and Dad back yet? Good. So where are they? Where's Max? You're all alone? Mom and Dad wouldn't leave me alone when I was ten. No, not ten and a half either. I'm still in London. I'm all better. Look, would you tell Mom and Dad that I love them? I don't care, Rachel. Just do it for me, okay? Good. And Rachel, don't fight with Max. We'll try. Look, kiddo, please don't forget to tell Mom and Dad I love them. I love Max and you, too. Well, I do. No, I'm not being weird, you little creep. You promise? Okay. Be a good girl. I love you. Bye. What? Jack? Jack, over here! It's me! I gotta stay in the shadows, David! Cross over! I'll meet you inside the movie theater! Jack, wait! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Oh, shit! Boy! What's it, mate? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, you can't go in without a ticket. Uh, sorry, right. One for... Uh, what's the movie showing? Plumbing Trouble. Double bill with steam bath Susie. Right. One, please. That'll be four fifty. Uh, will you take a traveller's check? No. Visa? Yes. <clears throat> Funny. Usually it's Japanese tourists who pay with plastic. <laughs> yeah, right. Sign here. Thanks. Keep the change. Bloody nerve. It feels so good. Behind you. Jeez. Hey, sit down, David. Oh my God. I have never recognized you except for your clothes. What happened to all your skin? I'm a corpse. These things happen. 
David, it's time you join me. Good morning, Mrs. Pudenda. I'm Dick the Plumber. Whoops! <laughs> My nighties fallen off. Oh, good movie. Yeah, we've seen better. How can you talk with no lips? How can you live with eight horrible deaths on your conscience? What can I say, Jack? Uh, you don't have to say anything. Now, aren't you going to say, I told you so? Yeah, if I was still alive, I probably would. But I did tell you so, you schmuck. Oh, you look truly gross. Oh, thank you. Well, I didn't mean it. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not even sure it was me who killed those people. I don't even remember doing it. Hey, what about waking up naked at the zoo? Uh, well, even if I'm not the wolf man, I am crazy enough to do something like that. I mean, here I sit in a porno theater and talking to a corpse. Oh, I'm actually glad to see you, Jack. Yeah. I want you to meet some people. Look behind you. Huh? David Kessler, this is Gerald Bringsley. Hello? And Gerald is the man you murdered in the subway. He's a fresh kill and still pretty messy. Yes, I do look most unpleasant. Whoops, sorry. Yeah, that carotid artery was just begging to go. Why are you doing this to me, Jack? This isn't Mr. Cooper's idea. He is your good friend, whereas I am a victim of your carnivorous lunar activities. Oh, Mr. Brinsley, I'm sorry. I have absolutely no idea what to say to you. You left my wife a widow and my children fatherless. And I understand that I am to walk the earth, one of the living dead, until the wolf's bloodline is severed and the curse lifted. You must die, David Kessler. All right, all right, all right. Uh, David, uh, this is Harry Berman and his fiance Judith Brown. Hello. Hello. I'd shake hands, but you tore off my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these gentlemen are Alf, Ted, and Joseph. Can't say we're pleased to meet you, Mr. Kessler. Gitch. Uh, what do you want me to do? Suicide. Uh, you really will have to take your own life. Afraid so. <laughs> oh, that's easy for you to say. You're already dead. No, David. Harry and I and everyone you murder are not dead. We're undead. Why are you doing this to me? Because this must be stopped. You have to die, David. Now. Before night falls and the moon rises. Jack. Jack? Yeah. You convene eight dead people in a Leicester Square porno cinema to tell me to kill myself? That's right. Sleeping pills? Not sure enough. Oh, I could hang myself. Nah, if you did it wrong, it would be painful. You choked to death. So what? Let him choke. He killed us painfully. Hey, 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 hey. Do you mind? The man's a friend of mine. Well, he ain't no friend to me. Bloody hurt me, he did. Yeah, I'm still stinging a bit, and I was dead before, Charlie. Gentlemen, please. A gun. Yeah. I know where he can get a gun, too. Don't I need a silver bullet or something? Be serious, would you? Madness. I've gone totally mad. A gun is good. You just put the gun to your forehead and pull the trigger. If you put it in your mouth, then you'll be sure not to miss. Thank you. You're all so thoughtful. A knife. An electric shock. A car crash. You could throw yourself in front of a tube train. Drowning. Ah! Uh, moon's uh, rising. Circus area, report of some kind of animal 
See the flash on Charlie. Oh, yeah, Central. Uh, unit 83 in Lower Region Street. Bloody taxi, get out of here. This is it. Oh, it looks like that woman in red is trying to close the place up. She's not wearing red. That's blood. Somebody help me pull these shutters. All right, all right, what's the problem? Oh, officer, it's horrible, horrible. There's a beast, a, a mad dog. It's killing people in there. Right, calm down oh. now. Uh, Bernie, I'll have a look. You call for backup. Oh, might need a vet too. Tom, hang on. Oh, in. Central, this is 8-3 requesting immediate assistance. Hello? Hello? Oh. Excuse me, sir, did you drop your chalk eyes? Sir, is this your... Your arm? <laughs> Here, doggy. Nice, doggy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Damn it. They must have left the rear exit open. <laughs> Jesus! Get away from me! That's so bloody dark. Are you all right? For God's sake! There's a monster in here! There's an arm unit on its way. But they better be quick. This door won't hold much longer. What's wrong, Constable? Food so bad they want their money back or what? <laughs> I'll hold the doors. You better clear those people away. Right, keep moving. Will you people get out of the way? Oh, shit! It's breaking out! <gasps> Alex? Oh. Are you asleep? Ah, uh, no, yes. Um, oh, sorry. Dr Hirsch, I, I, I'll go home now. Matron says there's a disturbance in Leicester Square involving some sort of mad dog. David? I doubt it. But it's something to do. Bloody hell, what a shambles. Who called out these marksmen, officer? We've got him trapped in the cinema, Sarge, but the doors won't hold much longer. Got what trap? It's some kind of animal, sir, like, like a wolf, but bigger. Sir, an American boy. You don't suppose? No, I don't bloody suppose, McManus. You've been watching too many horror films. But if this is a rabid dog, I don't want it on my pants. No, sir. Stand the marksman down, McManus. Haven't you read the guidelines on police overreaction? Yes, Superintendent. It's simply an animal in need of restraint. Someone get the RSPCA here pronto. Which were the officers on the scene first? Sir, don't come near the door. It's giving way. Thank you, officer. I'll be the judge of this situation. In the middle of Leicester Square, Sarge. Oh, God! Stop it! It's escaping! Guys. Hey, Over here. Hold steady, sir. <laughs> fixed up in a jiffy. The eyes. The boy's eyes. <laughs> Unit 25 to Central. Have we got a wild animal loose? Go clear, please. Stretcher. 25, this is 8-3. What have you got? Over. You're too late. I should think so. Zed's half off. What do you want to do, Sarge? Patrol car in Whitehall reports that thing's headed for the river. Good. Um, get him to follow it. Keep a safe distance. Uh, try and herd it into an enclosed area. Uh, we'll follow. 2-5, this is 8-3. Stay with it, but don't tackle it. Keep us informed of your position. Over. Right, you lot. Back in the vans and vector in on Unit 2-5. That's the square, Governor. I'll just try and get past his ambulance. Thank you. Dr Hirsch. Those police fans. Blimey, what a mess. Looks like somebody dumped a butcher's shop on the pavement. Driver, 
Follow those police vehicles. David's been here. David or not, the emergency services must be at full stretch. At least we two can offer some kind of medical backup. David's talk about being a werewolf. You do think it's superstitious nonsense, don't you? On the contrary. I don't sneer at superstition at all. Before scientific method rationalizes it away, superstition serves society as a warning system, a defense against danger. Western civilization may dismiss it, but many older cultures still rely on it to survive. Supposing David had been infected by something unknown to science, a more superstitious society might look at his symptoms and describe him as a man turned into a wolf. My ancestors certainly would. They were refugees from Eastern Europe, very big on superstition. They were persecuted for it. But even if there was some kind of werewolf contagion in Eastern Europe, how on earth could David and Jack encounter this in Yorkshire? Why not? In the 17th and 18th centuries, religious persecution was rife in Europe. Various ethnic groups fled to more tolerant societies. My ancestors, the Moravians, to a community between Leeds and Barnsley. There were others. All took their customs and beliefs with them. And one group who also found a haven in Yorkshire took their curse. People of East Proctor didn't originate in Yorkshire? No. 200 years ago, they migrated from what is now Eastern Romania, a region rife with peasant myths and pagan ceremonies. Who knows what unholy powers invoked there in the Dark Ages, that a human being could be infected with a contagion so powerful it could physically transform him into a wild animal. You believe David is the latest victim of their curse? I did some homework. And, as Sherlock Holmes will say about a mystery, once you've dismissed every possible explanation, all that remains is the impossible. What do I look like, you stupid bird? There's a bloody great dog attacked one of the figures under Hungerford Bridge. I think he's dead. All right, all right. Where did the animal go? Up Northumberland Avenue, in the little alleyway behind the Playhouse Theatre. That's a dead end, Sarge. Right. You lot, get round the back, barricade the alley, and get that deadly evacuated to treat. Sergeant Romanus. Man here asking for your Sarge. Name of Akich. Says it's urgent. Right, find out what he wants to send him out. Okay. Sergeant Romanus, I'm George Akich, special consul from East Brockton. We in the American lab was attacked. George killed last night. He did them. We can't prove a connection, Constable Akich. Now, if you'll excuse me. Johnson, get that crowd dispersed! So you know where the lad is now, Sergeant? Well, he's... Uh, what do you mean? You don't, do you? Well, I do. He's the animal you've got cornered up in that alley. No, 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 no. Look, this sort of thing doesn't happen in real life, Hackett. Go home. I've got a crisis on my hands. Aye, and I'm the bloke who sorted out for you. Now, hang on a minute. Oh, don't Oh, God, now what? Four ninety, Gov. Keep the change. Uh. You two civilians, out of here, smartish. Tom Manners. Who's that? Doctor Hirsch. Oh, is that Miss Price? Where's David? Well, you think he's connected with this animal? He thinks he is this animal. Shh. Keep your voices down. You'll have us carted off to the loony bin. The boy needs help. I'm afraid it's too late for that, Doctor. The animal, or whatever it is, has got to be put down. Sergeant. What makes you think it can be put down? Sarge! What is it, Bernie? Alleyway's empty, with the playhouse stage door smashed down, the old boy guarding it's in pieces. Bloody hell. Get those people out of that theatre! Is there anything we can do, Sergeant? Yeah, just keep away from no, no, no. We must help David, Dr. Hirsch. There must be a way! Good grief. 
What is it? That man, over there by the ambulance. He's from East Proctor. Oh, goodness sake, Vicar, put your trousers back on. But they're your trousers, Roger. Certainly, <laughs> you never took an interest in my trousers before. It isn't the trousers, darling, it's the filling that counts. Oof, that does it. Out of my door you both go, and you can take your smutty magazines with you, Reverend Bassett. With pleasure. And you can keep your wife and her stupid pet. <gasps> Mind you don't step on little Fifi. <laughs> that was a poodle rehearsal. Run, you idiot. Somebody drop the safety cat. You there? Yes, you. What do you want? Isn't it my old friend, the chess player from the slaughtered lamb? Oh, the doctor. You better get in that field and do some doxing, hadn't you? The ambulance crew seem to be coping, and I'm very interested to know what's brought you down from Yorkshire. Hey, you lot, clear off out of it. Son Mamanus, George Hackett. Special constable from East Proctor. Yes, yes, we've met. Now, you two had better leave the area. I'm staying here. He's my responsibility. If you're referring to David Kessler, it's about time you admitted it. What are you talking about? It seems to me, Mr Hackett, that if you and the other good citizens of East Proctor had come forward about this business years ago, many lives would have been saved. Just being honest with those boys would have been a start. I'm not excusing anybody from blame. I'm here to put things right. Just a moment, I'll have that rifle, Mr. Hackett. Get that back. Now we have Mark's brother. Thank you. Don't be stupid, man. Quiet, both of you. Listen, everybody! It's coming back this way. Get in position, lads! Wait a minute. The young woman who was with me, Nurse Price, where's she gone? She had to evacuate it, Sarge. The animal's headed back out towards the alley. Bloody hell. Make sure somebody seals up the stage door behind it. We've rigged charges on the security shutter, Sarge. The minute the animal's out, it'll drop. Give me back my gun! Quiet, Hackett. You're under arrest. Position of an illegal firearm. Ready to drop the fire shutter behind it, Sarge. Any moment now. Marksman! Make ready! Can anyone see where Nurse Price went? She's there. Ain't Ali. Alex! No! It's coming out! Is that girl suicidal or something? Uh, something. She's right in the line of fire. Here it comes. Stand by to drop the shutter. Now! Great game! Alex! Get down! David! It's David! Alex, wait! Bloody hell. Hold your fire! Hold your fire! David! Is it you? David! Get away from that animal, Nurse Price. Look, it's keeping hidden in the shadows. Cunning bastard knows your lads can't get a bead on it. Brave girl, Nurse Price. She's trying to draw it into the light for us. I doubt it, Sergeant. She wants it oh, to live. No, she doesn't. Hackett, come back! David, they're going to kill you. Please, David, let me help you. I can lead you out of here. There may be a chance. I'll be close to you. They won't shoot if I'm close. David! David, I love you. David! Get behind me, miss! Hold it, boy! Come out and then like you bastard! Come out and get me! No! He mustn't! Yes, he must! Don't make this any harder! Come on, you know me! I saved your life! I put you here! You won't blood! Come into the light! Have your revenge! Have mine! Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
the bloody dog? What are you on about? Well, it's a body, but it's human. Yeah, it's... It's the American boy. We found him. What? Safe and well? Well... He's safe. Listening to an American Werewolf in London, based on the film script by John Landis, starring Jenny Agutter as Alex, Brian Glover as Hackett, John Woodvine as Dr. Hirsch, Eric Myers as David, William DeFries as Jack, Eve Karp as Nurse Gallagher, Michael Roberts as Larry, David Bannerman as Inspector Villers. Mervyn Stutter as Sergeant McManus and Mark Lowen as the Kid. The original score was composed and performed by Wilfredo Acosta. The creative consultant was John Landis. An American Werewolf in London is an audio movies limited production for BBC Radio One, recorded and mixed at the Soundhouse Limited by Paul Dealey. Production was adapted, written, and directed by Dirk Mags. Beware the moon. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.